everybody. Welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is January 25th. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block, which is Doctrine and Covenants, section 6 through 9. But before we jump in again to section 6, I just want to talk really quickly about something that I noticed in the section breakdown that that's at the very beginning of the section, something that I hadn't read or noticed before. It says, laborers in the Lord's field gain salvation. There is no greater gift than the gift of salvation. Now, something that I think is really important to understand, and I think it's not something that we talk about or maybe that we don't understand, because there are several places in the Doctrine and Covenants when it talks about receiving salvation or forgiveness through testifying or through working in the Lord's work. And that's absolutely true. I believe that. But we are missing a step in there if we just think, okay, I'm going to serve a mission or I'm going to be a great member missionary, and then I'm granted this exaltation. I think it's really important to realize that laborers in the Lord's vineyard don't gain salvation because they're earning points to reach salvation. Rather, the things that we do change our hearts. And I know I say that all the time, but I just can't emphasize it enough. The gospel is a gospel of action. We don't just profess belief, but we live according to that belief. And we do that and we live the gospel and we teach a gospel of action, not because we think we can save ourselves through those actions, but we do those things because God commands action on our part. And he does that because action, the doing of the gospel, forms who we become. And when we combine that and that action with the power of Jesus Christ, we are changed. So as Brad Wilcox says, we aren't earning heaven, but we're learning how to be heavenly. Verse 13 of Doctrine and Covenants section 6 says, If thou wilt do good, yea, and hold out faithful to the end, thou shalt be saved in the kingdom of God, which is the greatest of all the gifts of God. For there is no gift greater than the gift of salvation. As Elder Uchtdorf says, exaltation is our goal, discipleship is our journey. So salvation, exaltation, this is what we're striving for, but we get there through the path of discipleship, through faith in Jesus Christ and living as much as we can like Jesus Christ. Faith combined with action, grace combined with discipleship. Those are the things that lead to exaltation, not because we're getting points, not because we're earning our way there, but because the path of discipleship, the life of discipleship, combined with faith in Jesus Christ, changes who we are. It changes our hearts and helps us to become heavenly. Okay, so let's jump again into section six. Now, if you'll remember, section six is a revelation given to Oliver Cowdery. Oliver Cowdery traveled from Palmyra to Harmony, where Joseph Smith was living, with the desire to help in the work. He had heard all about Joseph Smith from the people in Palmyra and then eventually from Joseph Smith's father. And he had received a spiritual witness that the stories that he heard were true, that Joseph did have a vision, that he received these records from the angel Moroni. Now, it's interesting because he didn't tell anyone about that spiritual revelation. He told the Smith family that if he came to know for himself that he would want to help Joseph in the work, but he never told about the night where he prayed for a witness and received that witness for himself. And so what I love here in section six, above all else, is how the Lord shows Oliver Cowdery 
that he knows him, that he's familiar with him, that he knows the desires of his heart, that he knows the experiences that they have had together. So Oliver Cowdery receives this revelation from the Lord through the prophet Joseph Smith because he wants to know what he can do, how he can work in the kingdom, how he can further the work along. And in verse 6 it says, Now as you have asked, behold I say unto you, keep my commandments and seek to bring forth and establish the cause of Zion. I love this because it shows me that the Lord wants to bless us with the desires of our hearts. He wants to bless us with the things that we're asking for. He wants to give us the revelation that we seek. And so here, Oliver is wondering, okay, what can I do? What do I need to do in order to assist in the work? And a revelation comes and he's told, look, you need to keep my commandments. You need to seek to bring forth and establish the cause of Zion. And then if you jump over into verse eight, it says, verily, verily, I say unto you, even as you desire of me, so it shall be given unto you. And if you desire, you shall be the means of doing much good in this generation. So God knew the desires of Oliver's heart. And he says, look, I know what you want. I know that you want to work in this great work. I know that you want to further assist in bringing forth the kingdom of God. And so because of that, you are going to be the means of doing much good in this generation. And Oliver was. In fact, 22% of the revelations given in the Doctrine and Covenants were given in some form to Oliver Cowdery. There was so much good that he did as he was seeking to bring forth the kingdom of God. And then the Lord goes on even further to prove to Oliver that he knows him, that he's aware of him. Verses 16 and 17, he says, Yea, I tell thee that thou mayest know that there is none else save God that knowest thy thoughts and the intents of thy heart. I tell thee these things as a witness unto thee, that the words or the work which thou hast been writing are true. So God's saying, look, Oliver, I know you. I know that you've been engaged in trying to write for Joseph Smith. And I know that you have these questions. You want to know if this is true. And he's like, look, I'm telling you these things are true, not so that you can have the testimony that they're true, because I've already given you that. I'm telling you these things are true so that you can know that I know you, that I know your thoughts. I know the intents of your heart. I just love this moment where God is teaching Oliver who he is, but also his relationship to Oliver. He's teaching Oliver that he's not just some grand, powerful being who sits on a cloud who is separate and disinterested in us, but he's teaching Oliver that he's a loving Heavenly Father who's heard and answered his prayers, who knows the thoughts and desires of his heart, and wants to bless him accordingly. And then in verse 20, ah, I love this. In verse 20, it says, Behold, thou art Oliver, or substitute your own name. Thou art Lindsay, thou art Julie, thou art Tom, and I have spoken unto thee because of the desires of your heart. Therefore, treasure up these words in thy heart. Be faithful and diligent in keeping the commandments of God, and I will encircle thee in the arms of my love. My friends, that is an eternal truth for every single one of us. God will speak to us because of the desires of our heart. He will teach you and he will testify to you of who you are. And what's even more beautiful is that God knowing me 
knowing the desires of my heart, knowing all my thoughts, knowing how often I make mistakes, God still offers me his perfect love, just as he did for Oliver. Elder Uchtdorf once said, Brothers and sisters, the most powerful being in the universe is the father of your spirit. He knows you. He loves you with a perfect love. God sees you not only as a mortal being on a small planet who lives for a brief season, he sees you as his child. He sees you as the being you are capable and designed to become. He wants you to know that you matter to him. My friends, I testify that experiences like Oliver had here still happen today. God can speak to you. He can reveal things to your mind and heart. He can reveal the truthfulness to you of who he is. He can reveal to you that he knows you. He can reveal to you that he loves you. And through the Spirit, we can feel ourselves encircled about in the arms of his love. I testify of the reality of our Father in heaven, that even though he is the God and creator of the universe, he is also our Father. And that job, that role for him is very individual and very personal. He knows who you are. He knows your name. He knows your heart. He knows your desires. He knows your struggles. But my friends, I testify that he loves you anyway. As we come to him, as we seek to fill that love, he can testify of the truthfulness of it. And we can feel the truthfulness of it. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media. Subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.